I'm back. <laughs> How many times do you think I'm going to say that? I'm just going to start off by saying I have commitment issues. I think that's very therapeutic of me, very responsible of me to admit that I have commitment issues. I have a lot of things to process at the moment. I have a lot of things happening that is making me upset internally and externally appearing in my life. I have a messy room. I have a messy car. I have a messy kitchen. I have a messy bathroom. I have a messy everything. I have a messy mind. I'm feeling unhealthy. I've been feeling like I was getting healthy and I'm a bigger girl. You know, I'm never shy about that. I'm a plus size woman. I don't give a fuck. But here's the thing. I was eating healthier, you know, not taking, like having takeout as much. I was working out. I was waking up consistently at the same time every day. It might not be the same time like that the universe wants me to wake up at or like society wants me to wake up at. But because I worked late hours... At least I was getting only 8 hours of sleep. Now I'm getting about 15 hours of sleep. And oversleeping, obviously, causes me to be less productive, um, more worried because I have less time to do things during the day. And I already had a busy schedule of catching up with finances and stuff like that. And now I've fallen back again into this, like, rut. I'm freaking out, you know... I don't know if people experience this, like, but when collections calls you for something, and even though you know that amount of money is not that much of money, but to you right now in this moment, it costs a lot of money. I'm expected to split my money I earn in a month, the $2,600 I earn every month just from working one job. Over all of my debts, all of my necessary, like, expenses, such as my rent, hydro, um, Wi-Fi, phone. I call them necessary. I know that there are people that can live without these things, but I just mean, like, in my life, those are, like, kind of necessities in order for me to do things, such as stream or to um, be able to work my new job. So I have a different job now that I'm studying for. I need the Wi-Fi for that. I need to pay for my new new like school um, certificates for this job out of pocket first. Um, I also need to like figure out half the time where I'm driving to in a week because gas prices are fluctuating like fucking crazy. One week it'll be 30 cents cheaper. One The next week it'll be like 30 cents higher. So, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of stuff, but mostly the finance stuff is really killing me slowly on the inside and out. And I always thought, wow, like when I was like maybe 17, which was not that long ago, I always thought, wow, I don't know how people can get so much debt and how people can be so irresponsible and all this stuff. And here I am sitting here. I'm like, yeah. 17-year-old uh, me, shut the fuck up. 
because you will reap the words that you have sown because you are as irresponsible and an idiot as you possibly could be. And to be fair, yes, I know a lot of the things that I've done are not completely out of my control, but a lot of things are. Uh, you know, like there's certain circumstances I have that make it a little difficult to bounce back compared to like other people that are also my age, 23. Um, and... I know that I am privileged in a lot of ways to be able to at least keep up with my expenses in a way. Unfortunately, though, my mental health, um, after everything that happened, I, the reason like I started this podcast in the first place was because I was hitting a really dark place again. I thought I need to do something creative so that I can talk about things in a way that's healthy for me and to get it out of my chest without feeling like I'm bothering someone, which is a step for me in a way. Like, I know it sounds kind of unhealthy because I'm talking about it to people that can't really give me advice back. I just kind of want to word vomit what I'm going through <laughs> to strangers. But... It's just, for me, something that I found is a stepping stone that's helped me actually take on and do therapy. This is a whole other issue in itself because I have to be vulnerable during those sessions and then I've been experiencing like increased emotion and distraught and feelings of anger, regret sadness, loneliness, fear. I've been feeling like all of this stuff that I've bottled up for now 10 years and maybe even longer depending on what happened when I was even younger that I can't remember but there's just so much happening and I feel like at the same time yes I've been taking on different things that I've wanted to such as therapy and doing a podcast and talking about myself and streaming well actually streaming was never a goal <laughs> to be honest streaming is the last thing on my mind it is actually one of the most relaxing things for me because it's just so non-effort for me you just turn on the recording software and talk and chill with people that are so cool and I have to give a shout out to my Discord server that's been helping me get through my like mental like problems. They don't know how much, but I genuinely mean this. But having people not know me personally and not have any judgment against me and, you know, are just from different backgrounds and are all trying to make it through life and we're just chilling and having a fun time like that's something that's very therapeutic for me and has been helping me like not well it's been reminding me that like it's not just me out there that's going through tough stuff everyone is and like I can't really put it into words how much I actually like am thankful I started streaming at the very least and that 
you know, there's people that have come into my stream that have made my escape from reality when I do stream a lot better. So it's, it's heightened the experience. I always say, though, that if I was gonna ever have, like, an overwhelming feeling from streaming or feel like there's some pressure on me that is similar to how I feel in my personal life, I would just stop streaming completely. And I, I still hold that. That's my, one of my boundaries that I'm keeping for myself because... <sighs> I don't know. I haven't even done an intro. This is the intro. <laughs> like, that's just how my mind's been going. But anyone that suffers with, like, a lot of stuff on their plate and, like, who procrastinates a lot in life probably feels like this. You just word vomit everything you're going through. You literally just go from tangent to tangent. That's how my brain has been functioning. People are asking me how a 23-year-old is losing their fucking memory about everything every day. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm losing the, like today, I couldn't remember what my social worker's name was for the life of me. I was literally having a problem remembering the name. It starts with an A. So I was like, Abigail? Ab Abigail is not their name. But I was like, Abigail? What is their name? And I freaked out because I was actually, like, confused. I had no idea whose name it was. Or, like, not whose name it was, but I was confused on why that name was being blocked out. And I couldn't think of it. Even when I read the name out loud and I searched in my email what the name was, even though I've known this person, mind you, for two years. I've known this person for two years, okay? I've known this person for two actually way more than that probably three or four now that's that's really showing me something is wrong and I need to declutter and de-stress and <laughs> come back to the podcast for a second and maybe this is something that I need to remind myself I've created a space where I am safe to discuss personal life matters that distress me. And I can also do this in a way where other people can maybe feel like I'm relatable. I don't know. Are my problems relatable? Probably. Because we're all going through financial struggles. We're all going through mental health hurdles. Um, I think a lot of people are in their stage of healing. I'm in the stage where I'm just beginning. At least that's what it feels like to me. It feels like I'm just beginning. I know a long time ago, I thought to myself that I knew what was up. I knew that I was being, like, taking advantage of, um, or, like, I knew how to cope with things. But now, after actually sitting down with the therapist and talking about daily life and stuff I've noticed that I actually have no control over my emotions sometimes and and to me that's very scary because if I don't have control over emotions then I spiral and then it turns into like this whole thing where I can't function and 
stuff like streaming and being on Discord and talking to people that are just fun seems like a daunting task because I know that while I'm here having fun, I have five billion other fucking things to do. <clears throat> and my and on top of this, on top of this, I was sick for two weeks straight. My throat fucking killed. Also, my apartment has mold in it again. Did I ever mention that part? But I have to file a complaint. I had my uh, superintendent come in without permission into my apartment, which is highly illegal. I have to fill out that kind of stuff. So I have stress on top of stress. And because I'm dealing with so much stuff family-wise from before that I've talked about in my first episode... I have been kind of like anxious to go outside and even see my superintendents and it's, you know, it's really holding me back from cleaning and doing stuff because I feel like I'm being judged. I take out garbage and stuff and I'm like, oh my God, it's so much garbage. And it's happened before where actually my superintendent has stopped me outside to tell me you can't keep that much garbage in your apartment, even though I'm taking it out. Like I know that's, that's why I'm taking it out of the apartment dumbass but to me in my head I have these answers but I'm actually a lot more like sensitive about my clean like the cleanliness of my apartment because I for me it's an embarrassing thing because I pride myself on having a my own space and being independent and part of independence means being responsible for my self and for my space and because I can't do that right now um to what I will like my expectation of I have set for myself I feel very low especially when someone's going to come in comment on that you know so I feel very uncomfortable to even (laughs) take out my recycling to be honest with you I feel like if I don't just run inside of my apartment I'm just going to be judged and it's a shitty situation. I know there's legal action to take, but that's another thing. I'm feeling overwhelmed. There's forms. There's fees. I don't have an extra $40. At this point, like, it's so bad. I don't have that kind of money to do that. But then here's the other thing. And I'm just being fully transparent because I think this is what we need. We need transparency here. <laughs> 14, no, 15 minutes in and... I'm just ba- like like unbegging everything that's happened. <laughs> it's so sad. It's sad, but I'm happy at the very least like at this the day I'm recording this. So that's good. It's a positive vibe. But yeah, so I've had all this stuff happen and you know I'm trying to figure out where to allocate my expenses the most, where I can push the envelope on certain things and where I can't. And uh, it's, it's becoming tighter and tighter every day. I know it's because I've put stuff off. And I think a lot of people who suffer the same way I do, whether you have ADHD, um, 
ADD, just trauma, you're a hoarder, you have OCD a lot of, for things, regardless of whatever. A lot of people I find struggle with cleanliness. It's the first thing that kind of goes, I um, for me anyways, is my space will look like crap. The air quality will go down significantly. My fridge, everything that goes in there will end up being bought and then rot. It's kind of the the way that it goes. And that's where my next part comes in is, unfortunately, I've been eating a lot out. So I've been eating junk food way more. And I've been having stuff that's processed a lot and stuff that's making my stomach hurt and... It's just a whole bunch of shit. And what happens when we eat out a lot? Well, we incur unnecessary expenses. And so I've been spending way more than I can afford on stuff like food because another one of my habits is eating when I'm like super like stressed out. But like not eating in large quantities, but it's eating... the the most like fucking nasty thing for your body i'm talking like everything is deep fried there is not a vegetable in sight and if it's a vegetable it's gonna be a fucking spring onion okay if you know you know because you know you're getting that fried chicken you're going to grab some greasy ass burger things like that i mean lettuce tomato yeah whatever but i've had popeyes way too much to admit and that stuff's pricey that stuff's pricey yep and then here's another thing I do actually that makes it 10 times worse I buy this stuff and because when I get upset so I have certain like everyone does but I have for me my emotional circle goes like this like I feel upset So I don't want to eat, but I want the taste of stuff that's bad for me. So I go and get it. Um, And then when I'm feeling upset, I go and then eat like some of it. And then I leave it in the fridge and I'm going to give you a second to guess what happens. What do you think happens when I leave it in the fridge? Here's a hint. I can't remember someone I've known for three years' name. So I leave it in the fridge and it just rots. And then there goes, like, how much money am I spending on it? Maybe sometimes even, like, 20 bucks on stuff. And that's sad. That's sad. I'm losing not only money, but sustenance. I should be spending that on money for the grocery store I should be spending that on money (laughs) if only if only but I should be purchasing groceries you know that are good for me and I mean here's the kick the kicker here I've been investing in those pre-made salads that you can get at the store I don't know if anyone knows but there's like the store called Sobeys and like you or no so not Sobeys I go to Walmart. I'm cheap. There's Walmart. And anyways, I go to Walmart. And then they have like $2. I, $2. Well, see how my brain just... I cannot. 
<sighs> Calm down. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. I would, but the air quality in my apartment. <laughs> I'm going to choke. <clears throat> well, that's another thing. I've been feeling sick. I've been feeling sick. And then not just because I had a cold, but because of the air quality in my apartment. Because I am very allergic to dust and mold. I think most people are allergic to mold. Um... So I've been super congested. My throat's been hurting when I wake up. It's very concerning, actually, and I need to take action on this because the more I sit around and wait, the worse that it's going to get. And I just I just need to get out of my, my headspace. I just finished the game Omori, too, and I need to leave and go into my own fucking reality like he is. I cannot live like a hikamori. I can't. I can't. It's not me. The true, the true me, the true person that I would like to show to everyone is that I am happy. That I am happy. And that I'm not miserable almost all the time. And... I pride myself in being an honest person, but I've always kind of, of course, fronted a bit about that. I'm not the happiest person in the world. I struggle a lot. I've hurt myself a lot over the years trying to, like, keep up with appearances. And I've damaged myself so much that the misery is bleeding out. And it's starting to become very obvious that I don't have anything together. And I don't think that that's necessarily a problem. I think it's good to be honest. But it's to the point where it's not me choosing to. It's just the fact that I've let stuff go for so long that now it's just something that like kind of tails behind me <laughs> sounds creepy but it happens like that like I know people can tell that I'm not put together and I get hurt when people tell me that I'm I don't seem like the kind of person that's organized or anything like that even though it's really the truth I don't know I I guess because you don't want to hear it right and you lie to yourself and others for so long you start be believing it's the truth but yeah I'm I'm not I'm not at all. I've tried to also like switch it up where I've just been completely plain about it. But then at the same time, you know, certain people that don't know you so well and that you are, do struggle with your mental health, of course. Um, well, especially your emotional health. My emotional health is not very fine-tuned. So I tend to get more upset rather than see stuff as a joke and that's unfortunate I don't like to be a triggered person and you can see that with how I treat people in my spaces I always try to make sure I'm accommodating them for their like needs and um what they find is respectful like for example asking gender pronouns um like if there's anything like the way that I'm speaking that upsets people 
I tend to ask that. That goes for streaming and that goes for also in real life. Um, and if I do, I usually ask for permission to do things because I know that it hurts me. So, you know, I try to treat people the way that I want to be treated. And for me, being treated with at least acknowledgement is a stepping stone for a lot of people. I think that's something that not a lot of people offer is to acknowledge at least or to offer a space for people to like um, convey those feelings or the, the way that they feel about certain like topics or certain things that they don't like. So for example, like swearing, like some people don't like that. So then, you know, I open up the conversation sometimes and I go, hey, I just swore a bunch. Was that okay with you? Like, that's kind of what it looks like. Um, so, you know, when people make jokes about me and they're like, yeah, you look like you're messy. Look at... So, here's here's one thing about me is my hair. I never, ever care about my hair. I'm very honest. My hair is the last thing on my mind. It's the thing that I don't touch the least if I can help it. I just have no idea how to do it up. I would rather keep it short if I can, but because I don't always have energy to go get it cut, I just let it, I just let it grow out. And when it gets to the point where it's longer than my shoulders, um, like I just kind of, I don't know. I don't like to do hair masks. I just keep it up in a bun or a ponytail and just call it a day. And I have very wavy hair and thick, thick Asian hair. So I have no fucking clue how to, how to deal with it half the time. So I was working in a workplace where this one girl and me were, we would always joke around and we would have banter. But like one day it became like, she would like make this joke and she's like, oh, like your rat's nest. And I was like, what do you mean my rat's nest? I was like, she was like, oh, your hair. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, in my head, I was like, bro, the fuck are you talking about, bitch? <laughs> That's so aggressive. But like, I was like, um, yeah, I know it's messy. This is like what I like, you know, I joked around about it back. I was like, oh my God, yeah, I know it's messy. And then she was like, yeah, your fucking rat's nest. So gross. Like, what the fuck? Like, you, do you ever, like, clean that thing? And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it's going really far. And this kind of person... <sighs> seriously, people are going to be like, you need to, like, stop being friends with people just because you're open-minded. I know. Listen, I know. I know better than anyone else that I have a fucking problem. But... To be fair, she has listened to me that I don't actually respect the fact that, she, or like, I don't like the fact that she does that. Um, and I've talked it, talked about it to her and, you know, like she's one of my steady friends and I, she's someone I feel comfortable talking to about my mental health and, you know, I feel as though, um even though it's shitty how our friendship started, I feel like if you can communicate effectively enough and at, and 
you know, you've put the efforts in and the person reciprocates back that they're okay with that, then I see no reason to stop being their friend. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, so that kind of hurt me. So I started slowly looking into hair masks and I started looking into how to take care of my hair and, and all this stuff. And then, of course... What happens with everything in my life that I try to, like, organize is it ends up being put off to the side in the packaging it came in and sits there. So I have hair masks, I have combs, brushes, all kinds of shit just on my shelf. On my shelf, far away from me, so that I... I guess I can just look at that and appreciate the fact that I tried. <laughs> oh, I need to stop giving myself pats on the back. That's another thing. The pats on the back for me. I need to stop being like, oh, this is a reward for waking up earlier than one o'clock. You know, I know people need that. Certain people function better when they have smaller rewards. I just don't think it's working for me. I think that it's more of a lie for me. It's more me telling myself, good, that's good enough. That's what the internal dialogue is saying. That's good enough. So you can rest, even though I've rested enough. And then I end up taking a break because mentally I think, oh, that means I did good so I can take a break. Seriously, like, I have to consider sometimes my my like inner dialogue. I need to consider how to like change that up because I'm not sure. I've also been drinking a lot more caffeine. I feel for the last week or so, maybe that's affecting my memory, um, and also my thinking. You can tell, like, I'm, like, pausing in and out here. And I'm like, what am I talking about? I don't know. I don't know. What am I talking about? Uh, you can even hear the congestion in my voice. <laughs> so gross. So awful. So awful. But, yeah. <sighs> so that was fun. <laughs> this week, having the coffee and, like, you know paying for Starbucks when I can't afford it but like whatever so I ended up passing my exams though which was really a great great thing but it ended up creating heightened caffeine poor sleep schedule because I ended up not sleeping for more than I think I think 48 hours and I fucked myself up so badly that come therapy session that I had the day after my exam, I fucking had a mental breakdown and I had to take a break from the fun part of my life, which is the online life. And so I had to go and figure out a couple of things and confront a lot of stuff that I didn't want to. I am not saying that anything is completed. I'm not going to give myself a pat on the back for that to be honest because everything is just written on paper it's one of the habits I have is I can write stuff out really well I can plan stuff up 
out fantastically on paper, but I can never execute it to the point where it's actually fully complete the list. So I'd like to challenge myself at the very least to go and and do a couple of my goals. I will try and start off small. I feel as though having a schedule is really great. It, but when I look at it on paper, it does get more overwhelming <laughs> at the same time. So I need to find a balance. I'm a big person on the fact that you need balance in everything in life. And obviously right now, everything is askew. So, you know, the scale is there. I have for physical, career-wise, financial, beauty social, mental, like those six kind of areas are all being effective. Sorry, not being effective. They are not being effective. They're being affected by each other because there's so much. And I think the where the scale is off for those six things is financially and mental health wise. Physically, I know I can bounce back really fast. I know I can bounce back pretty fast on that stuff. Just need to keep myself on not eating out. You know, I need to curb my, what do you call it? Um, my temptation to go and get food outside because I can do that. And in doing so, it would, it, it tends to get me to clean my kitchen, which is usually never messy. But when it does, I know that I'm actually not in a very good state. I pride myself in keeping my kitchen very clean because I worked in food service for a long time. So food to me is the holy grail of all things. If you cannot keep your kitchen clean, you are just gross. <laughs> You're just disgusting. And that goes to say, um, I don't actually care about any other, other space in my home except for the bathroom and the kitchen. So, yay. Yay for me, I guess. Hmm. Should probably, should probably, like, raise my standards. Well, I am. This is, this is the whole point of this. I am. We are. You know what? You're going through stuff too. We're going to like organize stuff so here's the plan i have my little notebook in front of me okay so i've broken down the days i get paid i've also broken down let me let me just look at this it looks awful oh my god it is so much but i have the debt that i owe wow big numbers <laughs> and then I have the, like, you know, regular responsibility debt that, you know, you know, like hydro bills, rent, etc. So, like, I have it all laid out. I get paid on, like, Thursdays. So, like, that's great. So, then I have, like, my money coming in on those days. So, then I have what I need to pay that week listed. And then um, also while I was doing that, I figured out how much money I need to go and earn on the weekend because I'm behind on payments for some stuff. 
of course. Full transparency here. So I need to at least make an extra $300. Um, it's not as hard as you, you'd think, though. Again, I have to just say this many times. I'm fortunate for a lot of things. I'm very, 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 very fortunate. And I know that. I have a lot of ways that I can make money that other people wouldn't have access to and that's because I have a vehicle at the same time the extra expenses from my vehicle so um hmm maybe I should think about that but that's okay I'll think about selling my car next time if only I didn't work 45 fucking minutes from where I work so that's a whole other thing I've been like looking at, but I didn't even put it on my planner because those kinds of things are not in the forefront of my mind. They're not in the forefront of my mind. Getting a new insurance provider is on the forefront of my mind because it went up $100 because of the area I live in. And fair enough, because my car got keyed and the tire got stabbed while it was in the fucking security film fucking parking lot which apparently my superintendents are still not giving me access to which is fucking cap and here's the other kicker apparently not only am i paying for this beautiful car that i fucking love so much but it is one of the most least insurable cars right now as of last year so um that's sad I know that insurance is a scam. Listen, I'm getting my insurance license. I would know. Like, car insurance is a scam. Life insurance is not a scam. I do not believe that is a scam at all. I think a lot of people actually should invest in it if they can afford to. Please do. It is It is a lot smarter than you think. A lot smarter than you think. And it's a great way to you know, save yourself from tax and also you have your estate and your um, beneficiaries taken care of all your, or your little like dependents and stuff like that. You know, if you have a spouse, but we can get into that next time. Look at me. Theory's coming back. <clears throat> Just a side note. Ew, did you hear that? <laughs> it's like me clearing the phlegm. Just a side note. Someone was asking me at my workplace. They were like, um, talking about, like, um, savings and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, you should do that. And then I started going on into it a little too hard. And I could tell she was like, oh my god, are you trying to sell me something? And I was like, no, <laughs> I just did my exam for it. I'm sorry. So, yeah, there's that. And... Yeah, anyways, back to this calendar. So I have my weekend goals. So I've, I really didn't want to do this because I felt like putting the fact that I'm streaming down as a part of my schedule feels so wrong for a couple of reasons. Number one, it is a very fun outlet for me. It is not seen as something that I want to take very seriously at all in any aspect but because I like it so much, I need to give it some attention and some love because I do 
like to keep up with the people that I am around right now on stream when they come in and out. And I like to talk to different people. And I've noticed that, unfortunately, the only free days I have is really Friday night and Saturday night sometimes. Sometimes Saturday nights don't work, though. But, yeah. I Whereas before, I used to be, like, Sunday, it could be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it didn't matter. But it matters now. It does matter. Because there's so much going on in December, of course. And December is the worst month for me. It is really the worst month for me, emotionally. I feel always emotionally drained thinking about it. But I'm going to try to put that stuff aside because a lot of that has to do with some, like, just... I don't know. I th- I know it's immature grievances about certain things, but whatever. Talk about that maybe later if I remember. But yeah, so I have at least that down. I made sure like not to time myself, okay? I put this stuff on the date. Here's the thing. I'm really awful when I have to plan it minute by minute. I had a coach for business tell me it's really great advice for people that it works for but it's really awful advice for people that it doesn't work for seeing it on the schedule for someone who suffers from very heightened anxiety because I don't know how to deal with stuff I've never learned how to properly deal with stuff outside of fight or flight mode makes me very anxious and upset it triggers it and so I don't need to see that it already looks like a lot without it being scheduled. The only thing scheduled down is my work shift. That's it. That's all. But I have stuff like I have to message my university in, in a week. I gave myself that deadline. I'm making sure that I'm gonna do a stuff tomorrow. I'm gonna film. I'm planning on like adding stuff at like in two week intervals um, so that I don't overwhelm myself and have to look at the whole month in general. I'm just gonna keep looking at it and then adding and then taking away where I need to and like you know I've got to go to someone's home on <laughs> New Year's I mean whatever what day what what do you call that day Christmas Eve <laughs> I love Christmas I do love Christmas so at, at least that's a good thing and on Christmas day I'm probably gonna just cry alone because um unfortunately I'm not seeing my family uh, it's so complicated. Sometimes that's the part that I think gets me the most. I'm really trying to not make it into something that is very upsetting, but, you know, there's not one day I don't miss my dad and my brother. Hmm. I miss them a lot. I do. That's like every day I think about them. And I think that's like... I think some of the toughest stuff for me um, lately. I don't have a lot of family that I like. And not because I didn't like any of them, but because um, of what happened. I have a lot of heartache and break from <sighs> all their drama. It's just drama. But it's not something that I want to entertain anymore. I don't like to give space to people that will take it up. I don't like to give space to 
the person at my workplace who loves to talk about how he's much better than working in a warehouse, but then is still at said warehouse and also lost the election he ran for (laughs) and lied about his poll results, telling everyone that he was right behind the person who won, even though he was in third place. Um, And he also is a dumbass for doing that because it's public information about voter results. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we, we don't give space to people like that. I think that's something that's actually really good. Um, As much as I miss my brother and my dad, I know stuff is for the best at the moment. And hopefully, financially, especially, once I'm a little bit more, like, stable, I start this new job. And maybe I'll even keep working at the warehouse. (laughs) Please don't burn out. Then I'll feel better. And... Before anyone goes, oh, well, you if you just focus on streaming, you can make money. Um, logistically, yes, you could. You could. You'd have to put in a lot of effort into that. And here's another thing. I won't not monetize my content, of course, because I'm not going to be stupid and be like, I'm not <laughs> someone that doesn't need money. But I'm also not going to be one of those people that wants anyone to donate to me from their hard-earned fucking pocket. And the reason for that is because um, you should probably, unless you're actually a trust fund kid who's super well off and doesn't care in the world, or you're a successful person... And I like just financially, you don't have to be successful in any other way. Just financially, you're successful at the very least, which I guess good for you. Then, yeah, you could. But when I think about the people that I'm talking to and all the like awesome people that have come in and out of stream that I've chatted with and stuff like that, like, you know, there's something very personal to me about taking people's money (laughs) in that way. I don't mind having an ad being put up and then it taking twice as long or whatever to even cash out on Twitch. That's fine. I've read up on the stuff because they're sending me the notification. I'm getting pretty close to that milestone. And And there was an article on it, so I read up on it and it was interesting, but... Again, like, I, I can't see myself wanting to sit there and word vomit every single day because I I need it to in order to function in my real life like I don't want to end up hating stream because I have to do it as a job and that it's just going to be mindless because when I stream there's always going to be a meaning to it for me and the meaning behind it is when I turn on my laptop and I hit record it's all because I just need to get away from stuff and I want to disassociate from my world for a second or I want to talk about it or I want to talk about other people's problems and hear about other people's shit or I want to hear about the politics in America which apparently is a hot topic for me and my buds so yeah that's fun
I think, I think for sure, um, I have high hopes for this job that I'm studying for the exam. I hope that it's up to what it says it is to be. Um, it's different. It's a work from home kind of thing. My goal is if I can schedule things out properly, be really good with the customer care side of things, have great clientele because it's a client base kind of thing. Um, no, it's not a pyramid scheme. Um, it's it's just an insurance company like Desjardins or things like um, Bel Air Insurance, you know, those car things or like other stuff. You know, you're just a insurance advisor. And with that in mind, maybe I can cut down on the cost. Either I downsize my car, figure that out, and then I can have kind of like parking insurance and do that instead. Don't drive around for a while. Just take public transit. Um, I can also, once I pay off the debts, look into moving out of this toxic place that I live in. And those are kind of my long-term goals. They don't seem long-term, but honestly, they're long-term to me. They're long enough <laughs> because I'm getting really impatient living here. And again, I want to finish my degree. I want to go back to school at some point. So that's something that's an even longer term goal. Actually, you know what? Those are my medium goals. That's my long term goal. Go back to school. I want to fucking graduate. That would be fucking nice. And have my degree. I know it's going to mean nothing. It's going to mean nothing. But if I can go back and at least have my degree and learn more about sociology, what I love the most learning and how to have better executed arguments or better theories and more stuff to back up my learning that would be great because guess what this podcast everything I do my whole life is around people so why not go and finish the degree that's about people seems kind of silly if I don't and also there's this awesome person that has listened to my podcast and has um, followed me on Twitch recently, Borges. Shout out to you if you're listening. But I would love to sit down and have someone who is studying like um, a similar discipline as me and to talk about it with them on this podcast. I think it's a really amazing way to, you know communicate with others that are in a different country than you and to put them kind of like on fun stuff like this like it's a lot different I would say than just calling up someone randomly or even going on like I'll compare it to like tinder or whatever you're not gonna just like message people and then just go with like streaming and with podcasting, you notice there's a difference because you can get far more personal without getting personal. And that is very comforting for people who have a lot to say, but would like to learn how to make the mistakes to say it without being like, you know, um, canceled or dehumanized and stuff like that. I think that's what's scary is 
when people know you and people associate how you look and how you act and your background and everything to what you're saying, your words lose its meaning. And words are only anything but meaning. I'm a big fan that the semantics of things do have an impact on the way that people think, be, and act. And with that being said, I feel like having people on my podcast like Borges, for example, would be very, very nice because instead of, like, I'm not a big podcaster by any means, and I'm not a big streamer by any means. I'm just a small, small little, little bean. It doesn't matter how big or small it is because I found you can have very meaningful conversations because the platform is designed in a way that makes it easy to do so. Like a podcast is perfect because you know we're going to be talking. I'm not setting it up where you have to be on camera face to face with me. I'm not saying we're going to go meet up and have coffee. There's no pressure to perform or to be something. You just have to say your piece You just have to exist with me in the same space for a short time. And that space has the meaning behind it to be where we talk and discuss things that are important, that matter to us or matter to you. And same with with streaming. Streaming, when you look at it, like when I am playing games and stuff and like, or like there's people that coming in and out, like... There's no, there's no like limitation, but there's also no um, expectation for people to stay. There's no expectation for people to even say anything. It's only if people want to, and if people want to, they do. And then that's how we build on things. And there's no pressure for me to even have people call me their friend or anything like that. Because I know they don't know me personally. But because we both share a similar an- anonymity, anonym, anonym, um, anonymity, anonym, hold on, how do you say it? I gotta find it. Anonymity, anonymity. Oh shit! It won't play. Hold on, I got, I got you. I know there's gonna be like this, anonymity. 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 (laughs) Yes, there's gonna be no anonymity. Yeah. There's gonna be a similar thing for us where we have where we have that anonymity. And people are going to feel more comfortable opening up and sharing or being weird. (laughs) On Twitch, unfortunately, a lot of people are weird. You know, here's another side note. Um, IRL streams. I love doing IRL streams, but I get sometimes the weirdest people coming in and out. (laughs) Like, thank you for the follow, but sometimes I'm just like, do I take this person seriously or not? See, 
with with the uh, anonymity, people also can be super weird. There is a downside to it, but again, everything is not black and white. Everything has their little textures to them, you know. We have our good, you know, kind of kind of vibe there, and sometimes people want to play around with the vibe. That's chill. But when I have to shut it down, I will shut it down. So I'm confident in that, at the very least. Um, and the day I ever lose control and I feel like I can't control chat will be the day that I start banning people. You thought I was going to say I was going to stop. No, that's too easy. I want to just stop because people are talking weird. I would just ban them at that point. You know, you just, you just don't allow them to have access to your space because they don't respect it. So you don't. And in real life, this is a very similar concept. And I think more people actually need to do this. I do it a lot. Same, like that political dude that I'm talking about. And we don't talk at work anymore. <laughs> Even though like we used to talk all the time. I stay far away and everyone's like, why are you, why are you in, and political dude not talking anymore? And I'm like, honestly, not because I hate him, but because there are certain things he's talking about that take up energy for me and I don't have anything to give, bro. I don't, I can't even fucking function. I, my room is a mess 24 I'm literally sleeping on garbage. Like, I wish I had the confidence to do a cleaning stream where I showed you the actual nitty-gritty mess that I have to go and fucking deal with in that room. My bedroom is a cave. It is a fucking cave, okay? For real. I ain't playing. When I say I'm a baby hoarder, damn, you best believe I'm a baby hoarder. And... Yeah, my living room right now is fine. I actually did a cleaning stream for it. It's fine. There's just a lot of donation stuff on the shelf. And the shelf actually is meant to go in my bedroom. So that I can have a place to put clutter. And instead it's in my living room holding more clutter. I just am really lazy. So hopefully tomorrow I'm going to put stuff into boxes in my living room. Organize them and then ship them the fuck out of my place. And that will be good, right? right but again back to the beginning i have commitment issues i do i do and i have a hard time honoring my word i do it's it's really tough i have a tough time making promises to myself from myself but i don't have a hard time honoring the word i give out for others for example, I'm filming something fun for stream that I promised. Even though it's taking long, it doesn't mean I won't fulfill my promise. I'm going to do a moss stream. I'm going to eat the fucking moss whether I want to or not. Um, and I'm going to make sure that I have fun doing it. But is it a necessity to do? No, absolutely the fuck not. I actually could just turn on the camera and just eat fake moss. 
and be done. But no, I have to be extra. I have to take it to the next level. Because why? Because I love putting my, the only energy I have left into creative projects I have no business doing. And so I'm going to do that. And on top of that, I'm going to create a YouTube video for it, which I've never done. And then I'm going to do that. For what? For my entertainment purposes. For me to just say, oh, that was fun. Well, also I got 50 follows on Twitch, which is a big milestone for me. And I never thought that I would actually have 50 people come and go in general. So that's fun. That's really fun. So thank you to the 56 now follows I have on Twitch. It's very fun being there. But at the same time, but at the same time, I still am not dealing with my room, with my kitchen. Oh my god. I just need to function. I think finding the mold on my carpet was traumatizing. To be honest. And, and the fact that I have to message my landlords. It just makes me nervous. And hopefully therapy tomorrow is going to be fire. And I wake up before my appointment. Because lately I've been waking up exactly at the time that I'm supposed to have the appointment. And then I end up falling back asleep immediately after I wake up. Because my therapist is kind of late. So like she'll be like. Like it'll be like at 1 o'clock. I'll wake up at 1 no call so then I start falling asleep because my phone is just next to me in bed I'm taking this fucking therapy call in my bed okay and she'll call me five minutes later I'll be fucking knocked out and then I'll call her back ten minutes later being like oh shit I'm sorry I was busy doing yada 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 and I'll be lying but yeah that's pretty much, that's pretty much, um, how it's been going. Yeah. It's a great update. It's a good update for you guys. Yeah. I'm still happy though. How am I staying happy? I'm not quite sure, but I have something, I have something that I think is helping, which is, which is having an amazing community of people that I can like talk to. And also, not only the community on online, but I also have fantastic co-workers that love and care for me. And I felt that especially this week um, when I was hitting a very dangerous spot. So I felt very thankful that people were there for me. And I hope that Anyone that's going through it, because I know it's the winter months, especially if you're Canadian um, or you're in the upper states where it's colder, you know, you don't get much sunlight and a lot of people have seasonal depression. Um, Unfortunately, like, you know, a lot of the times during the winter, we have more people attempt or try to, this is, sorry, a trigger warning. Um, I should have been a little more upfront about that but yeah I I think that if you want to just turn off the podcast at this point you can but I'll just talk about it a little bit um 
There is a trigger warning here. Um, It has dark subject matter around suicide. So you can end the podcast here. Hope you have a great day. And if you listen to the end of this, um, thanks for hearing me out. You know, I was scared a little this week um, about myself. And I think when I get to that point, at least I'm healthy enough. Or not healthy enough, but I've come a long way where I can recognize it and know to do things that will, I don't know, make me not, I can't fully come out of the funk, like even now I still have it. I like, you know, I'm still got that lingering feeling of hopelessness and although it's tough, I really, 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 really try my best to not go to the extreme because I've, I know there's certain things that work for me, for example, like driving a long distance and getting space, going near water helps a lot Um, for me. It calms me down and makes me relax. I ended up actually um, sleeping in my car for like two hours in the dead of winter. Uh, I actually had to leave work because it was getting so so overwhelming um, that I just, I really was getting scared. The intrusive thoughts, you know, like that's I think one of those things that scare me the most is when I start having those thoughts without like wanting them. I'm not even thinking them. They're just coming and like If you're someone that has a suicide plan, I really hope you have someone that you feel safe with. And if you don't, there are some great resources, some great hotlines you can reach out to. The Canadian Mental Health Society, if you're in Southern Ontario or any part of Canada, really, reach out to them. um, Get access to someone if you can. Um, and you feel comfortable doing so, I would strongly encourage, even if you don't feel comfortable and you're feeling like you're not sure you're going to take an, ext- an extreme decision to, to attempt to at least reach out to someone, it will make a difference to you, I promise. I've, I know that I've been upset because of services like this before where they've stopped me or they have prevented it, but in the end of it, most of the time, of course, I'm still going through it, I feel better for the most part, and, you know, I'm always scared every day. Um, It will sound dark for a second, but when you're going through stuff and you feel depressed... it's it's really easy to be taken away by those thoughts that come through that no one cares about you and that it would be so easy and that there's no place for you and I feel that a lot of the time like there's no place for me I don't really fit in with a lot of people um I think differently than other people the way that I think 
um, socially, politically, friendship-wise, romance-wise, family-wise, financial-wise, everything-wise, just feels like it's not in the same, like, way that other people do. And I start giving myself, like, all these reasons, but... There are so many people I've learned that do really genuinely care care about me. I don't know why. I'm still trying to figure that out. There's not one part of it that doesn't break my heart a little bit that people do care about me. And that it's hard because you don't know that these people care about you. And, um, like, you know, my coworkers are really, really amazing people. Like, super fantastic people. Um... To check in on me and to not do the thing that I hate the most is, is like, like, people going and, and asking, hey, are you okay? Instead, like, just, like, saying encouraging things without, like, any context. (laughs) Knowing that, you know, you're, you're kind of on the cusp of, of not, of shutting down or not, and then giving you space, like, I really appreciate people like that, I really do, because coming from a household where, you know, you show any sign of vulnerability, you start crying, or you're upset about things, results in you being a fucking wuss, or you're not strong enough, or you're mentally weak, or, um, like, you know, there's something wrong with you. Well, obviously there's something wrong, <laughs> but, you know, it's that it's okay to feel this way. It's okay to feel these things because you know that you're feeling. And I'm, I'm super honored that I'm, I'm, I'm still alive. I'm still honored. I'm happy, very least, about that. Like, you know, it's been a hard week. been a really hard week. <laughs> I felt like breaking down a lot. Um, streaming is an outlet for me, but it got hard because I felt myself pushing myself to like be happy even though I wasn't. And like, you know, I'm streaming talking to these people. I like them a lot. And, like, I think something that, like, scared me was the fact that, you know, people were, like, we're gonna be, we're, like, family, and it's not that I don't care, and, like, I don't understand that, like, people are going to have an attachment to a streamer I have to probably edit this out but I just you know that put on a little bit of pressure and it did scare me and it triggered like a spiral and I was like I don't know if I could ever commit to meeting these people um not because I don't want to a part of me does but a part of me is like the whole point of this is to not is to be anonymous and to not 
know people. It's just so I can not go in too deep. I don't want to be in too deep. I want to be at a good distance away where I can't get hurt by more people. But I know in order to be loved, you have to be able to open up to people. I think I'm just, I'm just tired of heartbreak for a second and I, I need to like chill. <laughs> That's that. But anyways, we ended on a really dark note. So let me switch up the game. I'm probably going to cut most of that out. But yeah, that was good. I have an appreciation for my coworkers. And my and my Discord chat, which is also my stream chat, and all of them are really cool people. They've all touched my touched my little heart, my little soggy heart. They made it a little more dry. <laughs> or that sounds awful. They made it a little more wet. <laughs> they made my heart more wet. So thank you for making my heart more wet. I appreciate it. I'm drowning in the love, but not literally. So, that's good. And I'll leave it off here because, you know, I'm gonna keep up with myself. I'm going to figure out how to hold myself accountable, whether that's getting a friend to check on my calendar or that's just on me to uphold the promise. I need to start respecting myself a lot more and to appreciate me because I am I'm a really fucking cool person bitch that is what it is I am cool I am fucking cool yeah I have lots of stories from this past week I have lots of stories from a co-worker oh my god oh god I could go into a whole episode just about the people I like and then just about the people I don't like at work I'm sure everyone has that um, and then I do also want to do an episode with, um, the, this other person that follows. I'm not sure if he really listens to my podcast, to be honest, but I find, like, um, Loki is pretty interesting to talk to. He has a lot of opinions, so he's more on the opinionated side, but it is interesting to hear different sides, nonetheless. So I find that to be a very interesting way to like pick someone's brain about stuff and then Borges of course my goal and you know if I were to graduate that would be a really cool goal to set that me and Borges do like a whole episode dedicated to sociological perspective that would be awesome and their thesis that would be really sick and the more and more the community grows the more and more people I can have on the podcast which is really fun and that's actually one of the goals I had for this podcast so it's so nice that I'm actually like kind of hitting stuff I'm hitting the little milestones that I wanted the whole idea behind my streaming was to initially talk to people not to play games but to talk to people I but games do help and they help me they help me escape reality which is really great and little me never got to play video games. So, to the little six-year-old me, you're finally getting to play the games you were told you weren't allowed to play. 
You also have your own laptop that no one's gonna steal, no one's gonna yell at you for being in a room for watching them play a game. No one's gonna yell at you for playing the game. And no one's gonna lock you in a closet because you accidentally like walked by the room. Alright, bye! Oh yeah, follow me on socials. <laughs> I forgot like I forgot I have socials. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Soggy Socks. Still didn't make a separate account for the podcast yet. Definitely on my list of things to do in the short term. Follow me on Twitch if you would like to watch some stuff that may or may not be cursed. Um, and also, uh, what was the other thing? I have a Discord server. I have a Discord server. Um, I have a feeling, though, that I don't know how to link that on here, so I'll figure that out. The elderly woman part of my brain is popping off, though. See, the memory is going, everything's going. So, yeah. Bye!